Fundamental Belief Number 9 Repentance Summary Statement Repentance is a gift from God, a gift that is necessary for salvation and a proper relationship with God. All who wish to be pardoned from the death penalty that comes through sin must genuinely repent of their sins, fully surrender their lives to God, and obey His commandments. They must by faith accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, their Lord and Master, their High Priest, and their soon-coming King. These individuals are justified, forgiven of their sins as an act of divine grace, being baptized and receiving the Holy Spirit with the laying on of hands. At baptism, they become part of the spiritual body of Christ, the true Church of God. Now the details. The New Testament records the beginning of three significant public ministries, those of John the Baptist, Jesus, and Peter. At the core of God's message in each case was the call to repentance. Consider these verses. John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus commissioned his disciples to take his gospel to the world, repentance of sin was a significant component. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. When people hear and understand God's truth, then they must respond. They can ignore or reject it, or they can repent. God's desire is clear. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Repentance is the crucial first step in establishing a right relationship with God. It is absolutely necessary because all humans are guilty of sin, breaking God's holy laws, and are thus estranged from God. But God is merciful willing to forgive sins, remove guilt, and be reconciled to anyone who repents. In short, to repent is to acknowledge and confess one's guilt to God, seek His forgiveness, and commit to obeying and serving Him for the remainder of one's life. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Jesus taught that the man who repented saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, was forgiven. He went down to his house justified, free of guilt, and spiritually clean before God. Repentance means change, profound change, from the heart. It is a change of our thoughts, beliefs, and behavior. Before repentance, our sinful thoughts and actions led to death. 
but we turn away from all that through repentance from dead works. The Greek word usually translated as repent in English Bibles is metaneo. It means to change the mind, the heart, the way of thinking, the way of doing. It means to change from sin to righteousness. God's prophets always pled earnestly with people to sincerely repent of their sins and their prideful self-will. They urged them to turn from their former sinful ways and to go another direction, the way of service and obedience to God. Christ's apostles consistently preached repentance, making clear to all that they should turn from these useless things to the living God. Paul said, Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Godly repentance involves more than simply confessing and being sorry for certain acts of sin. Repentance of what one does is certainly part of it. But there's more. At a deeper level, it involves repentance of what one is, a person who is inclined by nature, the carnal mind, to resist God's will. Because the carnal, fleshly mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. When we were born, we were neither good nor evil, but through the years the influence of Satan's society amplified our natural concern for self and led us to become an enemy of God. Job displayed such deep repentance once he came to understand more about God and himself. At that point he said to God, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Such true repentance acknowledges how spiritually unlike God we are in our unconverted state. It creates a deep desire to change, to become a new creation made in the spiritual image of Jesus Christ. It involves not only saying these things, but backing it up by action. John the Baptist preached to the people that they should bear fruits worthy of repentance. He gave them examples of changes in behavior that were evidence of repentance. Paul preached the same, that all should repent, turn to God, and do works befitting repentance. The fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22-23 is a list of nine core character traits that must be reflected in the life of a truly repentant person. God responds mercifully to a repentant individual. He forgives the person's sins, removes his or her guilt, and gives his Holy Spirit. At that point, there is no condemnation from God. Repentance should be followed by baptism in water and the laying on of hands, and then one receives God's Spirit. This starts the spiritual creation of the new man in the person's life and character. Repentance, though, is not a one-time event. In the flesh, all people are still weak and subject to sin. Christians must still repent and seek God's forgiveness when they sin. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin.
If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. In teaching the disciples how to pray on a daily basis, Jesus told them to ask God for forgiveness, to repent. He taught that God is merciful and faithful to forgive and cleanse any sin that is repented of. But he added that to receive such forgiveness from God, we must humble ourselves and forgive others when they sin against us. Finally, it is important to understand that humans need help from God even in repenting. Repentance is not merely a self-generated impulse, but a gift from God through His calling. He grants us the necessary help to turn to His way of thinking. Paul explained that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. God the Father has exalted Christ as Savior to give repentance to Israel, and God has granted to the Gentiles repentance. Indeed, we are all subject to strong forces in the natural mind toward pride, hostility against God, self-satisfaction, and a lack of desire to repent. We need God's spiritual help to overcome that tendency. Yes, part of the gospel of our salvation is that as God works in people's lives, He will call them to repentance. And as they respond to Him, He will help them repent and grow into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. To learn more about this topic, download our free booklet, Change Your Life. Thanks for listening. For the next chapter of this booklet, continue with episode 10 of the Fundamental Beliefs of the Church of God, a Worldwide Association.